Live from the city that made space famous, the Bayou City, the fourth largest city in America, a place we all love to call Houston, Texas. Hello once again, everybody. This is Mike Acosta. Welcome to Houston City Beat. I'm sitting right here with Lisbeth Newton. Lisbeth, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, especially since you're here. Yeah, I know. Well, I heard that this is where you were going to be, so... Here I am. This is the place I had to be. Here we are. Well, here we are. Well, last night was was really cool. We had a, an event that we went to last night, the, the Houston Lead We Love Networking event, I think it was called, right? Yes, you are correct. And Artie Yoder, who leads, uh, who leads Houston Lead. The <laughs> fearless me, leader. That's right. Uh, he was there at the, at the helm of the ship, and it was a really nice evening. It was at the One Shell Plaza. It had this Valentine's Day type of theme to it because it was the day after Valentine's, mm -hmm. and it was beautiful. You know, it was up on the 49th floor of the One Shell Plaza, which has all four sides of the building that can see Houston in just fantastic views. So it was a great evening just finding everybody and talking with people and meeting new people again. Meeting new people again. So you met the new people... You met them again. Well, it wasn't twice. the same people that we met the, the other time, but it was oh, meeting okay. new people once again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a great evening. Uh, you it took was, some great pictures, uh, by the way. The pictures you took of the exterior of Houston. Mike didn't take any pictures of people that were there. He took pictures of the of Houston because Mike really loves Houston. Well, we and those both love pictures, Houston. I, I don't love Houston that much. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. The pictures you took were amazing, and I can't wait to see them shared across Houston City Beat social media. Well, I do have to. Yeah, that's that's part of the thing, right? Like, I do have to admit that you know we we took uh, you know a camera to document to get some you know when you're in a setting you're gonna have a view i took some b-roll you know for houston city beat and you're gonna see that on some social media content and probably some other videos that we do too but you always want an inventory of video and pictures you know that you can use for something if you have something called houston or has the word houston in it like we do then you need uh, a pretty big inventory of things that are all Houston. So that is true. It was a uh, kind of a dual uh, purpose thing in my mind, but the event was great. Uh, it was really nice. Like we said, Artie Yoder, who heads up Houston Lead, uh, he was there, and uh, it's always fun talking to him and and all the people that he brings in. Uh, there were there were some vendors there, and they had some sponsors, and everybody had a great time. Uh, I'm not sure how many people were there but there were quite a bit of people there were i think over a hundred people and i have to say erica bishop she's the membership director at the houston club she did a fabulous job in coordinating working with Artie yoder and bringing that event together her and her team so that's what really makes the events there so special you walk in there and you feel like you're in an exclusive setting, which it is. And we had a really great promotion that we created for Houston City Beat, which we shared with the people there, because we're looking for people to share their stories with us. So Mike, I know you have some heartfelt things to say about people's stories, so why don't you? <laughs> well, well, that was a great, that was really your idea. I mean, Houston City Beat, we've, we've been doing episodes of Houston City Beat uh, for the past year where we, we have gone and we've actually interviewed people on location for, for HCB TV episodes of Houston City Beat. Uh, but what we are also doing now too is creating uh, 
written stories to, to feature on the website and to share on social media because, you know, one of the things that we do on Houston City Beat is share the history of Houston, like the Did You Know. We just did that Did You Know, the, the building that the event was in last night. That is something that we do all the time on Houston City Beat because there's a lot of things that, you know, you get a lot of people from all around the country or all around the world that come and live in Houston. They don't know these things about the city. You know, they might be new. You know, I'm from Houston. You know, I was born here. And there's a lot of things that I remember I grew up with. I watched all those buildings or most of them being built downtown and watching them, you know, as steel skeletons going up. Uh, But there's a lot of people that didn't uh, do that and so they find these uh, these facts amazing so there's also it. people that suffer from amnesia so they might have known these things before but have forgotten <laughs> you know that's a good point that's yes a, that's yeah. a good point there might be many people who go oh, you know I forgot all about that exactly I think I've seen some of that on the uh, the social media post <laughs> like some people that have been in Houston like, oh I forgot about that I actually think that there you might see? be some people out there with amnesia there's that are a... following us on Facebook and stuff exactly so these posts that are about Houston for Houston help people jog their memory or learn something new. And the other, so the flip side of this, the, the reason we talk about this is it's not only the stories of where Houston has been, where it is now, where it's going, all the, we even do a, an AI feature about Houston, Houston history and AI, which is having some fun with how AI interprets what you uh, program it to to produce. <laughs> I, I the first time I ever did it, I said, "Show me Houston in 1836," and it showed me an old town, but it had skyscrapers in it, and it was the funniest <laughs> thing because <laughs> who who had skyscrapers in 1836, right? But uh, but it showed that, so we have some fun with that. But more more than that, the the overarching. Uh, thing here with Houston City Beat is to share the stories of the citizens and our friends and everybody that we interact with, vendors, clients. Everybody has a story here in Houston, and they're the ones who are really making this go. We talk about the different sections of Houston, uh, that video that we recorded that's on Houston City Beat, where we talk about, you know, from Cypress to Katy, Kingwood to Tomball, all the different areas. You know, if you go and look at the spokes of Houston, and you go about 25 or 30 miles out from the Central Business District, you're going to find a community that's kind of unique to itself, and it has its own personality, so to speak. But they all identify as Houston. And I was talking to a gentleman last night who's from Missouri City, and he was he mentioned to he he said you know he goes well I don't really live in Houston yeah I'm I'm kind of far out. And I told him I said you realize that the greater Houston area is really 12 counties now. And it's, it's not just the city limits. It's not even what's in Harris County. But there are Houstonians that overlap everywhere. So it's, that's what we're trying to do is we have a link now that you created on the website. And it is where you can submit your story. So I look forward to having some of those entries come in and you know looking through them. And where is that link, by the way? It's in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure actually, you're going to have it here in I'm just a second. I'm looking it up now. Talk about being unprepared and on the spot. Well, this is a page that was the, the brainchild uh, you know, from, from you. And you had this great idea. Hey, let's, let's create a link. When we go to the event, let's create a link. And people can 
scan the QR code, it'll take them to the page directly, and they can submit their information, and then we can turn that. We'll, of course, we're going to call them, because if somebody gives us a story about how they used to like to go get Slurpees at 7-Eleven, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> that, that might not make it to Houston City Beat. Yeah, I mean, I, I can go all day about how I used to like to buy Masters of the Universe stickers and Slurpees please in, don't. In, the, in the Heights, but yeah, please don't. as a kid, but, but so, that, that's not the story we're looking for. So the URL is... Obviously, www. Don't forget that HoustonCityBeat.com forward slash share dash your story dash. Oops, I said that all wrong. You said it wrong. Well, yes, that's I good. did. You can say it again. I can say it again. <laughs> so it's HoustonCityBeat.com forward slash share dash your dash story. And we're going to have that in the comments of this post too for, for the podcast. Okay. Yeah, for anyone so, that doesn't so, know how to spell your yeah, if you can't find it, we're going to have this out there everywhere so people can see it. You can see this, and you can make your own submission into the HoustonCityBeat.com link to share your story. Uh, and that's the thing I believe. You know, the number one thing when you talk to people, and, and like I mentioned last night, uh, this this gentleman who lives in Missouri City who owns a business in Missouri City. It's a it's a, a, a product branding products like uh, cups and shirts, embroidery and uh, type of promotional products. He was saying that, oh, I probably don't have much of a story. And that's probably something that I hear a lot. But Mm -hmm. there are a lot of intertwining stories uh, that people have that they just don't realize. And you never know what you might say that is inspiring to somebody else. You might find it as just something that is typical and everyday to you. Uh, it might be you know, an experience you had as a child. Maybe you had somewhere in a previous career uh, and you might not feel that you're in that anymore, but you actually might say something or just something fun uh, that other people find engaging and something that they would like to know more about. Well, the thing about having the confidence to share your story with another person is that you have to feel that it was important enough to you to share it with other people. Well, that's true. Right? Sure. So for the people that feel compelled to share their story, whether that means it comes natural to you, because there's a lot of people that sharing their story comes very natural. And then there's people who have to step out of their comfort zone to share their story. So if you're okay, if you are compelled to step out of your comfort zone, then by all means, we'd love to feature your story on Houston City Beat. But the story could also be about a business. Someone could submit a story about their business and how their business is shaping their community or their nonprofit is shaping their community. And it's a way for you to get free advertising. It is. It is. And all of this ties back to the Houston group on Facebook It ties back to the Greater Houston Directory, which we have there. And that group that we have on Facebook is really something that we are cultivating that is... And you know what? Look, there, there's a difference. Like, we went to this mixer last night, this networking mixer, and it was in person. The, the dynamic was different than what you get online because you have two different types of, of communities. You have an in-person community where, you, where people get together. They have a, a celebration of sorts. They talk, and, you know, there's, there was a live band playing there last night. And then you have the community that is the Houston group and that is an interaction of people that are celebrating each other there on a daily basis and people who are putting their stories a lot of people out there on that group they they're talking about their stories already uh, more so in a 
I guess you could say like an advertising type of way, you know. And but there are a lot of people out there sharing some good stories and asking about some good things, where you can find you know this or that, whatever their interest is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that we're we're really working really hard to to keep. Uh, we we had some, uh, I guess you could say, a couple of interactions with uh, some bots here recently, right? <laughs> Are you talking about the bot that was at the event last night? The R oh, wow, R D D two. Oh, that's right, the R R D Yoder two or something like that. No, it was <laughs> the, called the R D. The R two R two R D two or something. Something, but, but well, R, was... I guess we should tell them in case they don't know R D Yoder. The the initials R and D with the last name Yoder. That's a gentleman who runs the Houston Lead Group, which is a networking group here in Houston. But there was a, there was an actual robot. There was a robot yes. last night, and I think they had chips on the robot. Is that yes. did I see that? I wasn't going to take those chips. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, you don't know where that came no, from. No, <laughs> thank you. I don't know what that robot was doing before it showed up. Did it wash its hands? I don't know. But that robot was was there. But no, that's not the type of robot that I'm talking about. I'm talking about these infiltrators that are coming in to try to get into the Houston oh, group the scammers. and the scammers and and you know th- those are the things that we're the really trying companies. to oh yeah 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 well, you you had well talk about one that you had just the other day that I thought was really interesting where it was the uh, the roofing company right so it was it was a no it roofer. wasn't a roofing what, company well that's it what was I'm an saying air duct cleaning company. oh air duct air so, duct service yeah there's a lot of posts that you see going into groups Facebook groups about an air duct. We clean air ducts and we do this and we do that and it'll help you, it'll help your family and blah, blah, blah. You don't pay until we complete the job. And when you look at the profile of the person that posted it, it's obviously a fake profile because it's not It's not very in-depth. It's very difficult to create a real, a profile that feels like it's real unless you're willing to commit a lot of time to it. Yeah. But it's obvious when a profile is fake. Yeah. You just can't fake it. And I reached out to one of these people and determined that what's going on with these air duct posts is that you've got these lead generation companies out there. They create a website and they have they focus on four to five cities and then they have people whose sole job is to go out to these Facebook groups and post these air duct cleaning. So they're just out there looking for a lead. They don't have a phone number because you can't have multiple phone numbers on a website because you're going to confuse you're going to confuse people, yeah, right? Yeah. So what you do is the person that's posting it says, "Reach out to me via DM." Mm-hmm. And you reach out to them via DM. Red flag one, right? Yeah, and then they connect you to the company that they're selling the lead to. Well, these Facebook groups, especially for us, I can't speak on behalf of other Facebook administrators, but for us, the Houston group is something that we manage every single day. We are on there at least three times a day approving posts um, and approving members. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're not on the Houston group every 20 minutes, yeah. every 30 minutes to make sure that if a post is pending, a post is pending until we can get to it. Yeah. The other day, someone did approach us about why we hadn't approved a post and it had only been 45 minutes. Yeah. Since they submitted it, from the time they submitted the post for approval to the time they reached out to us asking, demanding why their post was not approved, it was only 45 minutes. Yeah. And it's so weird, Mike, that 
that day, Houston City Beat as a Facebook page was no longer able to comment or submit posts into the Houston group. That's right. It was very strange. I don't know if that was just a coincidence. However, the Houston That wasn't City a Beat, coincidence. <laughs> the Houston City Beat Facebook page could post into other groups. Correct. The only thing we could not do was post into the Houston group. Which was the group that Houston City Beat owns and operates. Houston City Beat as a page is an admin of the Houston group. That's right. So, you couldn't even post into your own group. So yes, so it seems like that person who probably will got nameless. who got offended, who's not part of the Houston group anymore. Oh really? Yes. You uh, okay? Gone. You, really? You ever see The Godfather where they say, "Oh, you won't see them anymore"? Oh really? <laughs> oh. oh wow. <laughs> well, they're not in the group anymore. Uh, that's just something we're not going to tolerate. So they're blocked. I mean, there's there's no if you're gonna if you're gonna come in and, and be silly and stupid, Start which is drama. really what that is. If yes. you're gonna come in, that's not what we want in the Houston no. group. And if you're gonna do that, and you're not gonna if you're gonna put in some things. If you're going to just, uh, you know, out of the blue report something to where there is some sort of ramification uh, like that, anything that goes against Houston City Beat and the ability for us to operate like we need to. We don't even uh, charge. We don't even charge. Yeah, there's no charge to be in, to be in the group. In yeah. the Houston group. And this this and person went berserk. And there's plenty of other groups where, you know, you can post something on Facebook and it just goes into the group. Like can, can it, it doesn't say, even go through something? a moderator, oh, and you got a bunch of junk in there yes, too. Yes, you have a bunch yeah, of junk in there. Yeah. And here's the thing about Facebook groups: there are people who who sell this idea that for a business owner to get their post far, they just have to post in as many groups as possible, and that is the worst advice that anyone can follow. Yeah, because. We as administrators see the reach of these posts. Correct. And the posts that are going far, that are reaching more people, are the posts where the poster themselves is active in the group. Yeah. If the poster themselves is not active in the group, that post is going nowhere. And yeah. I have told people about this. I don't know how many times I have told people about this. Yeah. And half the people don't care because they are addicted to the post and run. Correct. I'm going to post and run. Post Correct. and run. And I call it a drive-by. It's a drive-by. Well, <laughs> I think it's a post and run. Post and run, drive-by. It's the same thing where all you're doing is, you know, if you, a lot of people, you know, it's called social, social, social media, media, right? It's not just called media. It's not called, you know, here's an instant. It's not like microwaving your message and it's out to, you know, it's completely cooked and done in 30 seconds. Uh, you really have to make that post work for you. And that is the point of social media. Uh, and we, we look at that every day and all the, the different dynamics that we have uh, behind Liz Marketing and Costa Media and how we're running Houston City Beat and how these posts that we put out there on Houston City Beat are reaching people. Uh, we've got just on Facebook, like in the past two and a half months, we've reached well over a million people. In, yes. in, in about two and a half months just on Facebook because of the techniques that we have and the things that are there and we're actually engaged. It's not, it's the techniques and the content is what drives it, right? But then it's also the social interaction. So in these places where people are commenting or they're sharing, you know what we do? We actually go in and we say, hey, you know what? Thank you for sharing this. We appreciate that. 
and then they come back. That's something that we try to do, even on Instagram as well. Anywhere, really. If if somebody is sharing a post that you have out there, and they are part of that post being seen by a lot of different people, it's a good thing to go out there and say, you know what? Thank you. It's it's just a nice thing to do. You can do it electronically, digitally, on social media, just like you can in person when somebody pays you a compliment or if they give you a reference and they introduce you to somebody new or something. It's the same type of thing. You have to be social with people in order for that. That's how you touch on the emotions of people. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get to spread. And that people call it viral, right? And I guess you can call it viral. But it's just being social and it's doing the right thing. But if you're just going to say, oh, you know, here's my, here's my creative, here's my graphic, here's what I do, this is my business, I sell this, I sell ABC, come call me or reach out to me and that's it and you just let it sit there well you know it's like you know it's like cooking a, a you know eggs and bacon and eggs and just saying okay i cooked this and then just left it there for nobody to and eat and then what no one sees it that's it nobody saw it yeah. or, or like you know you build a house and you, you could have this uh, you know fantastic 10 bedroom house with you know pools and jacuzzis and multiple multiple game rooms in it inside of a cave inside of a cave but <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows that it's there right you, it, it's just like and no uh, one uses it because they don't know that it's there and yeah. just posting isn't enough. It's never enough. So, you know, that's why we encourage people to post in the Houston group to be active. And there are a lot of people who are, you know, but in order for it to to work for you, um, you know, and, and I also have been telling a lot of people, too, when you when you look at Facebook, you look at Instagram, uh, you know, any one of the X, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, whenever you look at any of these platforms, it is basic they're media companies they're large media conglomerates i mean they're in the palm of your hand you have access to post all this stuff for free but they are media outlets they're just like the nbc television network or iheart radio or abc tv cbs you go fox you go down the line they're no different there, there are platforms that you can put your information out there on, and you, you know, for, for those other platforms, you know, it's a little bit different. But again, getting back to this, it's social media. So that is something that um, you really keep in mind when you are posting something online. Now, you know what? The other day was Valentine's Day. And I really want to talk about this because it was a topic of conversation between you and I on Valentine's night. And I don't mean to call anybody out. So we're not going to give any real names, right? But come on. The set menus in Houston were out of control. Well, that's been going on for a while. Yeah. And you know what? They need to calm down with that. It's like, come on. I understand you you want to build an event. You want to build an experience. But you know what? You know what really ruined it? The place that we went to in downtown Houston. We walked in to get a drink, right? Because we weren't really expecting to to be able to eat there. (laughs) (laughs) But we went in. And I happened to mention, and I don't know if the guy, I think the guy was the manager, right? He was yeah. he was clearly the one in charge. And, uh, you know, I mentioned, I said, hey, what's with all the these uh, set menus that are happening now? And the guy was more candid with us than I thought he should have been. 
And his answer was, oh, Ooh, well. Cattle drive. I mean, look, the, the beginning of his answer was, well, it helps us with food prep. Okay, it helps us with food prep. But he didn't stop there. Right. He couldn't help himself. Oh, no, no, no. He, no, he, he went in there and said, uh, and, and here, look, the whole point of having a set menu with paired wines and all this, and then the, share, the chef is doing this and that, right? I get it. Okay? They're trying to create an experience. But what this guy, this manager said in this downtown Houston restaurant to us was a little surprising. And I mm -hmm. felt that he gave the answers to the test away. He, he clearly said, well, it allows us to get people in faster and out and as many people as possible in, a, in this night. Well, guess what? If you're charging people $200, $250 per person, they don't want to be rushed. And you're rushed. They don't want to so be rushed. You get you're, you're, you're in and out in an out. hour. They're expecting you to leave in an hour. Yeah. What kind of experience is that? That's like driving through somewhere. You might as well go get drive through. Through oh, Sonic. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat lobster, but I I'm uh, the, uh, the the you know, the stopwatch is going, and I got to be out of here. Uh, we have forty forty eight minutes and thirty three seconds. You know, my my favorite was when we called. Uh, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but we called. I remember. A, Okay. But I won't say it. Okay. That's no fun, Mike. You should call these people out for Well, you know, stupidity. it's like, I think it was like so, the federal government, something yeah, that has yeah, to do with yeah. the federal the government. Fed something. <laughs> the restaurant was the Fed something. And we called and this, this lady answered and we tried to get a table and she said, well, we, we can get you in, but you need yeah. to be out of here by 6.30. Oh, she didn't go as far as saying that. No. She goes, no, oh, no, she right, said. right, right, she I was said, the one that told her, so that's you're right. telling us that we have to leave you that's there right. by 6.30. Yeah, she said, yeah. Oh, well, well, what she said was, she goes, well, our reservations don't really start until 6.30. And I said, oh, okay, so are you saying that I have to leave by 6.30? And this is what we heard. Nothing. <laughs> silent. There was just silence. And I was waiting for her to answer. Like, I was like, it's a yes or no question. Do we have to leave by 6.30? What if we're ordering more drinks, right? The whole point is to go into a restaurant and enjoy the experience. But it just seems that with these set menus and these so-called experiences that are out there, and I don't care who you are, you're just basically herding cattle, here in Houston, Texas. It's a whole new frontier. Herding cattle through these restaurants, getting the most bang for the buck on your end as a restaurant. And I understand that they have to be in business. But, but geez, you know it, has consumer, to be, it has to be a two-way street. The consumer cannot be rushed. You know what that is? That's like going to the rodeo now. I've actually heard people say, you know, you go to the rodeo. If you went to the rodeo in the Astrodome and you used to see it there versus the rodeo in NRG Stadium, it's a completely different rodeo. It's a production. And that's fine, but they're making a production out of dinner. And that just takes the fun out of it. You don't want a but production it's out of dinner. So it's up to the consumer. That's correct. The consumers are the ones that make the decision. If you want to be a part of the cattle drive, then you you do it. Yeah. You, you make you the can. choice. You either do or you don't. To be a part of the cattle drive. We ended up going to... Moonshiners. Moonshiners. Yeah, Moonshiners right, right on there the on uh, Prairie and Maine. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. It was incredible. No reservations required. We walked right no in. No set menu. It was completely relaxed. The drinks were there amazing. Were, there were people in there having a good time. Uh, and now, I will say, when how about we, your steak? The steak was the incredible. The steak was incredible. It was it was the most delicious. And I've been to 
I won't mention the names of the disappointing state places that I've been to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's a few, yes. I think everybody's had a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think my favorite must be, I don't know. I'm not going to say. But, um, <laughs> but we had a very good time there. It was We delicious. had some great drinks. Uh, and it just goes to show you that there are other options. And the people, the, the restaurants out there that are, that are doing the set menus, they'll say, well, fine, go to those restaurants. And you know what? That's the great thing, you know, is that, yes, you can choose to go in there and feel part of, I guess it's a status thing or whatever. But I think for most people, they just want to have a good experience at dinner. And if you're going to be on a time schedule, by the time you get in to the time you have to feel like you're leaving, because you know how it is. You're done with your dinner. You might order another drink. They start coming by. They start clearing the plates and everything. They start, they start uh, doing all this other stuff. Uh, you know, you you kind of feel like you're being rushed out of there, and you know that that's going to happen. Now we've gone to restaurants before. We've been there for a couple of hours. We ordered more drinks. We had some dessert. We had a good time. They had some live music. That was an experience. But these forced things, I guess, also too. I didn't really like having somebody else choose the wine that I was going to be drinking. Or the food. Yeah, well, the food, too. I mean, you know, it's like some of the food I didn't even, on some of these set menus, I was like, well, I don't like that type of food. So I guess I'm not going to eat it, but I guess I'm still going to have to pay for it. And that's where you're forced to do it. Now, we had reservations at one of our favorite, I have to say, one of our favorite places to go to in Houston. We actually had a reservation, but we decided not to because of the set menu and because of the set wine list, because we, we prefer some other things. So anyway, that was kind of new. But you know what made it great is that uh, we were able to still look at it and go, you know what, let's just park over here. Let's go find something. We're going to find something. We will. Houston is full of restaurants. Houston has more restaurants, I think, per capita than any other major city in the United States. And that's tough to say or probably hard to believe when you take into account Los Angeles and, and New York. Uh, but Houston is full of restaurants. So there are plenty of options out there for different tastes. And we, we found some place and it was fabulous. It was nice. Uh, it was a wonderful experience. And we got to drink what we wanted and have the dessert that we wanted and had a, had a wonderful night. So that's our... Uh, that's our little spin on that. So that'll do it. That's all the time we have on Houston City Beat today. Once again, for Elizabeth Newton, I'm Mike Acosta, telling you a good day, a good night. Have a great one. 